Yo, what is up, everybody? It is Oscar season. Everybody's buzzing. Everybody's wondering who's going to win, who's going to walk away with the newest and brightest shiny Oscar. Well, we've got a few opinions about that, and we're going to tell you about it right here on this week's news from Family Hollywood Review. Enjoy the episode. All right, so, Bud, it's time to talk about movie news this week. Uh, there's not a lot that happened this week, but um, but I do feel like we got some good stuff, some significant stuff, uh, and then a huge surprise for me uh, today, uh, and we're going to go ahead and get in that into a few, in a few minutes, but uh, huge Lord of the Rings TV series news. Um and that happened literally an hour before we were about to start doing this. Uh, maybe a little more. But it was <laughs> right around there, right? Uh, so, Bud, the Oscars um, are on February 9th on ABC. And they have officially announced the nominees for uh, these uh, Oscars in every category. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through this. And we're going to talk about everything. Uh, I just have one question. Yes. Do they have a host this year? <laughs> because I heard no. they didn't. Maybe you don't. They That's do what not. I thought. They do not. I mean, if only they could. If only they could get Ricky Gervais again, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, just to be honest with you, and this is no disrespect to anyone listening to this uh, that may have been involved in any of these films or anything. We're just going to hit on the big, the big stuff, uh, foreign film and stuff like that. I don't personally care about those, uh, but um, yeah. you know we're just going to hit on the big ones. So, um, so let's start with. Um, let me go here. I'm looking through these. Okay, let's start with achievement and film editing. Now, this to me, uh, editing is very important. When I'm actually making the films that I, I produce and direct, this is my favorite part. I love editing. I love putting a film together. So, Bud, are you ready for the nominees? I'm ready. I'm actually looking them up too, but you go right <laughs> ahead and I'll get right with you. The nominees are Parasite, Joker, Jojo Rabbit, The Irishman, and Ford v. Ferrari. Now, out of all of those films, I have personally seen one, two, three of them. Uh, Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, and Joker. I have not seen Jojo Rabbit because, and it's the Taika Waititi movie if you're not familiar uh, listening, uh, but it's not playing in our area, so I, hasn't, I haven't had a chance to go see it. And Parasite, it literally came on uh, digital today where you can buy it. So I'm going to have to do that uh, and check it out. Uh, Buds, anything stand out to you on these? I'm going to fail you and I'm going to fail our wonderful listeners. I have seen zero. <laughs> but this is what I 
so sorry, guys. As I have gotten older, I've become very selective in what I've seen, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with any of these movies at all. Um, I... I, I was on the verge of seeing the Joker. I decided to not go see it, but I will tell you this. I have watched some clips that have made their way to YouTube. Um, and obviously, I probably can't tell a whole lot about editing from just some clips. But uh, wow, what uh, what a powerful movie. And uh, I know, I'm sure we'll talk about Joaquin Phoenix here in a few minutes. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so... I have nothing else to give you on that one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. You know, editing is one of those things that if you don't really know about it, you know, you don't have a, I guess, appreciation for it, you know. Uh, you know, right. the thing is, is like George Lucas used to say that he finished Star Wars films in the editing room. So, like, that's where he created mm. the movies. He would just shoot a bunch of stuff and film it around there. So, editing is important. Uh it makes actors look really good when they they're not very good. Oh, did I just say that? Um, so <laughs> they can do all these things. So okay, so let's go on. Uh, I like this one. Uh, Achievement in costume design nominee. Oh oh, hang on. Let me let me go back. I would choose out of the out of the uh, nominees. I would choose Joker for editing. Uh, not because I'm partial that he's my favorite villain of all time uh just because it's just cut so well let's get back into achievement <laughs> achievement and costume design nominees we have the irishman jojo rabbit joker little women and once upon a time in hollywood but i'm doubting you've seen any of these <laughs> I have failed you and our wonderful <laughs> listeners once again, but I have seen enough. Uh, and I know, I know I keep talking about the Joker and I'm trying not to be biased. I know that, uh, uh, but just, just the costume that Joaquin Phoenix had, I think when you compare him to, when you compare him to say Heath Ledger and let's go all the way back to the original, uh, Jack Nicholson, I just thought the, the, well, I don't know if you could include makeup as part of the costume, but I thought it was so unique and different. And then just the outfits, you know, the outfits that he had um, themselves, I thought, you know, from what I saw in the trailers and the clips that I've watched were really, really interesting. Just a completely different take on the Joker. Oh, I'm sorry, I left out Jared Leto, but I didn't watch that one either. But anyway, <laughs> I just, I thought the costume, I thought the costumes were great. Um, so, oh, man, that yeah. is, that's, oh, I'm man, sorry. I'm sorry. No man, we uh, yeah. you know we can spend a whole episode on on that, uh, but we're gonna yeah. move on because I'm gonna pick um, Joker again just for right. the uh, <laughs> just for the design of his costume. Um, you know when I first saw the uh, there was like a uh, very similar thing they did with Heath Ledger, like they posted uh, just a real quick video of his face. And I saw the makeup, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah. that could be really scary." Uh, yeah, <laughs> and he I remember is. That. I remember that. Yeah, he is. Uh, we'll get into Joaquin here in a little bit because I know he's got to be on here. Like I don't know that he already is. Um, okay, yeah. so let's let's move on. You might actually know some of these. Um, so achievement and cinematography. The nominees are The Irishman, Joker, 
Lighthouse, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 1917. <laughs> Absolutely. The winner is 1917. Hands yeah. down. Hands down, Absolutely. 1917. Um, now, I'm going to take a second to pick on The Irishman because, look... I I like mob movies about you know gangsters all that kind of stuff. Uh, I I like them as in like I like to see them, but I'm not like totally like enthralled with them. I don't go nuts over them. I tried to watch The Irishman. I had to turn it off. I tried to do a review for this channel, but there were so many f words. I had to turn it off. Plus. Well, of course there was. It's Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Plus, 45 minutes into this, I'm bored out of my mind, and I still had three hours to go. And, uh, oh. you know, my wife encouraged me on that one. She said, oh, just just keep going. Just keep going. I'm like, I don't want to. I have no desire. There will be no review on The Irishman, is what I said. Because <laughs> I'm not going to sit through all that crap, man. I'm just not. Uh, but moving on, right. uh, let's go to Best Animated Feature Film of the Year. So, here we go. We've got How to Train Your Dragon, I Lost My Body, Claws, which was on Netflix, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. Any thoughts? Well, I'll be honest with you. When I first saw that list, the only ones that I knew about was How to Train Your Dragon and Toy Story 4. And out of those, at least I saw one in this category, I saw Toy Story 4. Um, I think a lot of people thought that it wasn't necessary, that they should have just ended it with the third one when Andy went away to college or whatever it was. But honestly, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the ending kind of shocked me, and I... I don't know what, well, it's been out long enough. The fact that, that Tony, uh, Tony, I'm sorry, Woody, uh, you know, <laughs> stayed with Bo Peep. I thought I was, I didn't see that coming. I thought, cause his, his goal was always to get back to, you know, get back home, get back home. And so I thought the story was great. I thought it was good. And, and that would be my pick because that's the only one I saw out of that list. Um, okay. So this one's hard for me. Because I, I, I've i seen several of these, and uh, I don't know what I lost my body is. I've heard a lot of people talk about that. I have no clue what it is. And uh, maybe I need to try to check it out. Um, I was bored with Toy Story 4. I didn't like it. Um, Boo. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon. It was okay, you know. Uh, Missing Link, it gave me a couple of laughs, so just because I'm faithful to the franchise, I'll give it to Toy Story 4, just because I love all, all right. So Toy Story 4 gets my vote. If I were a, a member of the Academy, I would vote for Toy Story 4, not because it's the best film, but because I'm used to it. So that is <laughs> letting you all know how this whole process works, how these, it's, it's very political. If, if you've not figure this out yet if you're listening at home bud and i know because we've talked about this several times but it's very political you know so it is what it is we're going to move on here okay so moving on performance by an actress in a supporting role 
Miss Kathy Bates, Miss Laura Dern, Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh for Little Women, and Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Uh, I guess I should have mentioned Scarlett Johansson was for Jojo Rabbit, Laura Dern is for Marriage Story, Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell. Any of these stand out to you? I have failed again. <laughs> I had planned on going to see Richard Jewell over the holidays. Uh, I didn't make it. Um, I like Laura Durham. I'm, I'm excited she's coming back in the next Jurassic Park movie, but that's another mm-hmm. uh, another show. Mm-hmm. I love Kathy Bates just because she's a legend. Yeah. Um, I really don't have a say in this one. I wouldn't. I don't think it'd be fair for me to pick one. Uh, okay, I'll pick Kathy Bates because I love her so much. She's such a legend. She's played. She has such a diverse, uh, a diverse um, filmography, if you will. If you you know you looked at her credits, so I will go. I will go with Kathy Bates. Okay, that's a good choice. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with. Now I love Kathy Bates, but I'm going to go with Laura Dern, and the reason cool. why is I love this person. I think she seems like a very kind person. I don't think she's won an award before uh, for an Oscar. Uh, I would love to see her get it, and that's the only reason she's getting my vote. Um, cool. Okay, so this is a, a bit of a weird one. Uh, it's performance by an actress in a leading role. We have uh, Renee Zellweger as Ju- in Judy, Charlie Theron in Bombshell, uh, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, and Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start this one, and my choice is Saoirse Ronan for Little Women. Uh, I know she's probably not going to get it. I think Renee Zellweger will probably get it for uh, Judy. Uh, but um, she was the best part of that two hours of pain I had to sit through. Um, so <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. Um, her performance, I've loved her since the Peter Jackson's Lovely Bones. Uh, so, yeah, that's my choice. Any of these hop off the page to you? Um, again, didn't see any, but I, I did watch uh, a little interview with Renee Zellweger. Um, and I guess we are talking about Judy Garland, right? Yeah, yes. so... I mean, dude, you, you have some of those stories that are, are biopics or, or true stories, and it's like you look at the actor or the actress, and you can't even see him. When I saw her in her in all of her makeup and the costume and whatever clip I saw during that interview, I was like, man, that really, to me, looked like Judy Garland. Of course, I know who Judy Garland is. I've seen Wizard of Oz, of her other films, and, uh, man, I, I'll... I'll I haven't seen it, but I will give it to her because I just like she disappeared in her role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why she's probably going to win it because um, yeah, I almost went to go see it a month or two ago, and uh, we opted out. I think we ended up going to see. Uh, oh, I don't remember now. Maybe Ford v Ferrari, which I love that movie. Anyway, um, <laughs> next we have actor in a supporting role and I wanted to get into this one 
because I know you had some questions on it. But our nominees are Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joe Pesci, and Al Pacino, both nominated for The Irishman, Anthony Hopkins, and The Two Popes, and Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. So, Bud, what hops out to you? Well, we'll get to the hop, the Tom Hanks in a minute, but I've got to talk about Anthony Hopkins for a second. He has always been um, one of my favorite actors. I will never forget the first time I watched Silence of the Lambs, and he wasn't even on there very long, man, but and I know he wanted to have me work for that film, and uh, he always blows me away. And I watched an interview uh, with him and forgive me, the other man in that movie with him and just his voice and seeing him in that role, uh, just the clips that I watched was amazing. I did not catch, uh, I did not catch It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, but I love Tom Hanks as well, but I'm going to have to give it to Anthony Hopkins. Uh, the fact that he's still 80, in his 80s making films is just amazing. Mm-hmm. And I know we talked about this earlier, so let me pose the question for all the viewers. And then you said you have an answer, uh, excuse me, our listeners, you said you have an answer. Tom Hanks, supporting actor. Uh, he played Fred Rogers. That's the main role. So do tell, why in the world is he not in the other category for leading <laughs> For leading roles. Okay, might I assume that you have not seen the film? I have not. Okay, so this, uh, if you guys, uh, to our listeners, if you guys want to hear my review on this movie, this was during, uh, if you go search through our podcast, this was on the Knives Out review because I did a quick review of this movie. Uh, The reason why... It's because this movie is not about Mr. Rogers. This uh, movie is about... It's about the journalist. It's about the journalist. You're correct. Yeah. Mr. Rogers is probably in it the most... Oh, uh, I mean, you know, I'd say a good 30 to 45 minutes of the film. Wow. But, um, yes, I was very disappointed in that, but... His performance was great, but I, it's not his best. Um, so, giving that the list on here, I'll still give it to Tom Hanks. Uh, because I, I just think he was the best out of the five. Uh, you said Anthony Hopkins for you? Yes, just because... Okay. I mean, I'm a fan of both of those guys, mm-hmm. but if it comes down to it, I'm picking Anthony Hopkins, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna go for lead actor after this, and then uh, then we're gonna go into best director, best film after this. Uh, okay, so performance by an actor in a leading role. The nominees are Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix for The Joker and Jonathan Price and The Two Popes. Bud, right. what stands out to you? Dude, you already know. I think we're on the same page here. Uh, I know I tell a lot of backstory before I get my answer, but let me just say this. I'll make it very quick. Watch an interview with Joaquin. He said, I think he lost 
30 or 40 pounds in preparation for the role. And I remember seeing that one scene in the trailer where he doesn't have a shirt on and he just looks like skin and bones. And somebody that will go that length to play a character, whether it's a true story or not, in this case, uh, I will give it to that person all day long, whether that's Joaquin Phoenix, a female, whatever. Um, somebody that will go that far as to really not be healthy at all. I mean, to lose weight, I'm not sure how he did it, um, but to to just to to go the lengths that he did, I'm giving it to Joaquin. And I agree with you 100%. Um, I knew you would. <laughs> I mean, look, I like everybody on this list. I am Me big too. fans of everyone on this list. But what Joaquin did with the Joker, and I'm not going to give any spoilers because I still want you to see it. But yeah. what he does with the Joker, to me, and I'm glad we're talking about this because this gives me a chance to share a little bit of my childhood with you guys and why... I grew up with and why the Joker is my favorite villain. Uh, I used to watch the Batman animated series when I was a kid. And I watched it every day. It was on Nickelodeon or Fox or whoever had it on. I would watch it. And the Joker always made me laugh. His jokes were hilarious. Uh, But I always knew that he was this deep tormented soul and that he wasn't a good guy you know that he was the ultimate villain of batman and i also knew that he was deeply disturbed and that the reason why he was deeply disturbed was because he was just that way um there was no origin story to it there was nothing that you know would make it that way so like i sound like i'm contradicting myself But I'm not, because I'm bringing around that if I were going to pick an origin story for the Joker and how he got to the point of where he was, Joaquin does not give you a reason to love the Joker, because he does some pretty sick things in this film, but he gives you a reason to understand, like, why someone may be pushed over the edge to where they're at. Um, right. I wish I could go into more, but it just, uh, man, there's just so much. Don't, don't let me, don't, don't let me hold you back. I, I've had some reservations about whether or not I should wa- watch it or not. Just kind of, you know, dealing with my, dealing with myself on it because I know some of those things. I've, I've watched some of the clips and, of course, I didn't realize what was happening in those clips till it happened. Um, uh, I will say this though: I had always, uh, I had always known the origin story of Batman. You know why he became Batman, but up to this point, there had never been an origin story on the Joker. And the mm-hmm. Joker has always been one of my favorite villains. Really, not just Batman villain, but just kind of across like all mm-hmm. all movies, you know, comic book movies and everything. Um, I don't know why. Maybe I, I really can't give as many details as you did as to why. But anyway, when I heard they were doing a origin story, I thought, man, how cool is that? Finally, we get to see why the Joker became the way he did. So for me, it was great. And then when I started seeing the trailers, I was like, oh, no. So mm-hmm. I, I may watch it. I may not. So feel yeah. free to say anything you want. 
Okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> just his... Um, there's a scene in the film where he finally turns. And it's just this moment of... It, it, like, there's no turning back at this point. You see a man who was broken by society, by people being mean to him. And look, I am not giving an excuse for people to be mean and turn into the Joker. I'm not. But what I'm saying is is that you see these people that you do have compassion on him for a bit. But then you lose all that compassion when he starts becoming nasty and evil and vile. And there's some things that, you know, that he played out in his head that aren't exactly how things happen, which makes him even more of a sicko that he would think, uh, you know, just one thing I'm going to tell you. I'll just go ahead and ruin this for you. Um, <laughs> there's there's a, a scene where he's dating Zazie Beetz, who's in the movie. And towards the end of the film, you real he you come to realize that that was all in his head. He was never dating her; that he imagined it to be that way, and uh, that just kind of shows you his sickness of what a creep he is. And it adds to this uh, element that you don't know what is real. Uh, and what was in his head or what really happened. Um, it's a brilliant film. It really is. I have got to watch it again. Uh, man, it's, it's so good. And, uh, if you can get through the language and the violence, I mean, the language to me is no worse than something like Saving Private Ryan or something like that. Uh, that's just the first thing that popped in my head. But uh, if you can get through that, man, Joaquin Phoenix took the Joker and he did something that I thought no one else would ever be able to do because Mark Hamill, Jack Nicholson, and Heath Ledger have defined the Joker. And then Joaquin Phoenix says, let me take everything that you have and let me make it my own, but let me turn up the volume just a little bit and my gosh man um if you get a second you look up the scene where he has a laughing fit i'm sure it's on youtube um that itself was was just amazing for me um but enough about joaquin i, well, I could sit here and talk about him all night him in Signs, him in Gladiator, um, Walk the Line, all these great films that he's been in. So let's move on and let's talk about achievement in directing. Uh, for Best Director, we have The Irishman. Uh, Martin Scorsese is nominated. Todd Phillips for The Joker. Sam Mendes, 1917. Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Um, this one, to me, is going to either... This is hard. Um, it's really hard for me because Joker's so great and 1917 is so great. But if I were going to say what's hard, what's film was probably harder to pull off, um, I'm going to give it to Sam Mendes. How do you feel? 
Oh, the same, uh, because I saw it, and it was absolutely brilliant. Um, and um, I know we did our 1917 show already, but I'll just say this again very quickly. I've never, ever, ever seen a film shot like this. It, it was just all those, and I know you had mentioned there were some cuts, but to, to make it look like the majority of it was one long shot was just brilliant. Uh, I loved it, and... I'm a, I'm a Sam Mendes fan now. I, I'll probably see every movie that he comes out with after this. Um, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. And you don't have to wait, bud. Only four more months till uh, the new Bond comes out. So I cannot wait for that. Um, Did he direct that too? <clears throat> yep. That's the that's the uh, next one coming out. He directed it. Yep, it's coming out. Oh, I didn't realize it. I thought they got another. Oh, awesome. Well, great. I'll be there opening <laughs> night for sure. <laughs> so we have um, gone through all these categories. We've talked about everything. And, you know, folks, we're not going to keep you uh, a lot longer because we have been rambling for a while. And uh, we're going to do another episode on... Uh, movie news here soon we're going to get more things together but um, I just wanted to finish with the best motion picture of the year nominee and they are Parasite Once Upon a Time in Hollywood 1917 Marriage Story Little Women Joker, Jojo Rabbit, The Irishman, and Ford v. Ferrari. Bud, does any of these jump out to you? Um, the one that you think absolutely deserves the best picture uh, win. I'll keep it short and sweet. 1917. That's all. <laughs> Okay, so um, I agree with you, but I'm going to take a different take here. And I wanted to wait till now. There have been three films in the course of history that have walked away with 11 Academy Awards. Do you know what those are? Mm -hmm. uh, I know Lord of the Rings was one of them. So, oh, I don't remember which one of the three, though. I want to say, well, it wasn't all three of them, was it? No, I wish. It totally deserved it. Yeah. Uh, so the three are Gone with the Wind, Titanic, and The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. And Return of the King. So yeah. Joker has a chance to be number four in that list. It is okay. nominated for 11. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now it's not going to win all 11. Uh, unless they shock me, I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I would love for it to happen, but it's not. You know, it's just not. Um, but if it did... Uh, I look at it from the perspective of that category of there's only been three so far that have won 11. And I don't know how you feel about Titanic or Gone with the Wind, 
But to me, it's like an elite class of movie. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, I believe that the Joker fits into that elite class. That's a lot. I've only seen it once. Now, let me clarify. I've only seen Joker once. So I'm going to try to watch it again this week. And I may feel feel completely different after that. But um, would you be okay with it winning 11? I mean, I know you've not seen it. But how do you feel about that? Jonna, I lost you for just a minute. If you were asking me if I would be okay if Joker ran away with with him, I would say yes. I haven't seen the film, like I said, but the clips that I have seen and and some of the reviews that I've listened to, people talking about it who did who did see it, and being that I love Joaquin Phoenix so much and and what he did with the role, then yeah, I would I would say go for it. I hope that's what you asked me. If it's not, feel free to ask me again. <laughs> it is. That's exactly what I asked. So you're going to get raw and okay, cool. candid, raw and candid things on this show. You know, we're we're not perfect, guys. We try, but it's something always goes wrong. You know, a light might be hanging from the <laughs> ceiling or something. You know, something's always going. But uh, <laughs> we are so happy that we could sit down and talk about these Oscars with you guys. We're running out of time, so we're going to do another episode next week. We're going to compile all of our movie news, and that's all we're going to talk about. Uh, Bud, I believe, is going to be doing a special uh, uh, Bad Boys review for us this week. And so we're going to try to put that up on the YouTube channel. We're going to try to get everything done that we can. Uh, and then, Bud, next week we'll meet, man, and we'll talk about all this movie news, and we'll we'll hit it hard because, uh, man, we got a late start tonight, didn't we? Absolutely, and I'm going to see Doolittle this weekend too. So I mm-hmm. hope that everyone gets to go see Doolittle. It's PG, and uh, I really can't wait for that one. I love Robert Downey Jr. So yeah, it doesn't get much make sure better you go than see that. that this weekend. Doesn't get much better than that, you know. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think it seems like it'll be a good movie. I've heard a couple of reviews on it so far. Uh, I'm not going to share whether they're positive or negative uh, because I want you guys to have your own opinion kind of tired of this you know i could go into this whole thing uh this goes back to rise of skywalker a lot of people had a lot of negative things to say and a lot of positive things and if you listen to these reviews um that are just negative 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 that's all you're gonna think think about you know so what we're trying to do here is give you some positives on it uh you know for example with our little women review i didn't like the film my wife didn't like the film we're going to tell you the positive things that they did do in it. So it's never going to be completely negative. So if you guys like what you've heard today, we just ask that you would subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is youtube.com backslash Family Hollywood Review or FHR Live. And then you can also uh, subscribe to our podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you got. Just go on there, subscribe to us. You guys are going to get good content fun content we're gonna sit here me and bud we're gonna sit here every week and we're gonna laugh we're gonna have fun you guys can listen to us on your way home go on there and give us a five-star review that puts us at the top of the queue that lets us you know everyone know that we are here and we thank you guys for tuning in this week and god bless you we will see you next week for our full out movie review and movie news and all that good stuff 
God bless y'all. Have a good week.